Welcome to this issue of the Future Foodcast. We're excited to have another great innovator and Future Foodcast guest with us. We're, as you know, we are talking with people all about the future food, what's going on in the food space, and what the current trends are. And we are so excited to have with us today, Martin DeDrool. He is the Vice President of Global Marketing for Grey Goose Vodka. And I'm excited to talk about that with Martin. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Pam. Thank you for having me. Yes, we are very happy to have you. Um, Grey Goose is a worldwide brand and, and very well known. And I'm just looking forward to hearing all about how it came to be and, and how you think about the market and all those kinds of things. But let's let's back up a little bit. And I would love to know a little bit of your background, how you even got started in this industry and with spirits or flavors, or if you could just give us a little background. Absolutely. Uh, well, it started quite a while back. So actually, when I was in business school in France, we have a group of students organizing the lives on the campus. And I was um, part of this group. And actually, I was uh, organizing the parties with a few of my friends, uh, big parties on the campus. And I was actually the contact to buy the alcohol for the parties. And that's how it all started. And so uh, that, that was kind of a, a neat story. And then I started to work in this industry as an ambassador for a cognac brand in New York in 2000. And they all started from there, you know, and then, uh, you know, moved up like brand management and senior brand management, brand director, I worked in sales as well. And in uh, 2018, while I was based in New York, I joined uh, Bacardi to be the North America vice president for Grey Goose. And in 2019, I uh, moved to the global role on Grey Goose. So super excited. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. What a great career. And you've been in spirits the whole time. I, I love that you started out planning parties and, and being a consumer and, you know, figuring out what people like, because now with Bacardi, uh, that's very much what you're all about with Grey Goose. Um, tell me a little bit about Bacardi for those listeners that might not know. Absolutely. So Bacardi is, um, is a 160 plus year old company. Uh, it was founded by Facundo Bacardi in 1862 in Cuba. Uh, as a rum of Cuba. And uh, in 1958, uh, they moved out of Cuba, the family, and uh, established their business in different countries. So the company has been around for a long time. It is today the, the biggest privately owned company still belonging to, uh, to the Bacardi family. Mm -hmm. And uh, the company have some of the most well-known and biggest super premium brands in the world, such as Grey Goose, of course, Patron Tequila, Bombay, Jean, um, uh, Martini, Vermouth as well, Bacardi, of course, um, as a flagship of the company and, and many other brands. Yeah, very much. Well, let's let's dive into Grey Goose, which is the brand that you're representing globally mm -hmm. and doing some marketing for them. That's no small task, but let's start out with the product first. What sets Grey Goose apart? I mean, it's been a very successful brand. And why do you think that is? What are some of the qualities about Grey Goose? So Grey Goose is, is a unique proposition. It was created 25 years ago uh, in 1997 by uh, an American entrepreneur named Sidney Frank. And he decided to create uh, the best vodka possible. He saw an opportunity uh, to create a better, a better vodka than existed in the market at the time. And he actually called one of his uh, contacts, who was a cellar master in a cognac region. And he asked him, Francois, so his name is Francois Thibault, would you create a vodka with me? And Francois said, of course I would, if you give me the freedom to, uh, to have access to the best ingredients 
to uh, to start with. And he said, okay, let's do it together. So that's how it started in 1997. And so at the time, Francois, who is still the cellar master, uh, decided to um, to look for the best wheat in France, where he is from, of course. And uh, he went to Picardy, and Picardy is what we would call the breadbasket of Europe. Uh, it is north of Paris, and in this region, we cultivate the best wheat for you know bakeries in France, etc., and bread, and you name it. And so he identified a few cooperatives, great uh, farmers with long history on their land, and um, made a deal with them to create the best vodka. So we have supply with the same uh, cooperative, it's soft winter wheat. And then he decided to create his own process as well. And so distillery was built with one specific process to distill only Grey Goose. It is in 50 kilometers radius. All the, um, the, the wheat suppliers are 50 kilometer radius around the distillery. So we get the fresh wheat every day. It is milled on site, mashed on site, distilled on site. So everything is happening there in a single distillation process. So that's at the heart of Picardy. And then uh, we call this uh, the, this liquid, it's a 95 degree ABV. So obviously that's not what we're going to sell. So we bring it to, down to Cognac. And there we have our own um, water supply. Uh, it's a limestone filtered well of, of natural spring. Only Gregus has access to this spring. And that's where we get the water um, to bottle with, the, um, with this distillate at 95, 96 ABV and uh, bottle it. And that's how Gregus is born. Well, Martin, there are several things in there that are very, very unique to Grey Goose. Um, I, I think your your point about that original formulation and seeking out Francois wanted to seek out the the best ingredients. That's the beginning. I mean, the yeah. premium ingredients. And as you spoke about the wheat that's used still today is all from within that area and the breadbasket area yeah. where where it's all grown so you know the sourcing which i think mm. for a lot of companies especially right now as you know you know supply chain and sourcing is an issue but you mm. have a very unique situation where you where you know those farmers you know the history of the land you get that wheat all from one place i would say critical to your quality which i know is premium and mm. then also uh but the water source I know as different spirits are mixed, the water is really important to the taste that comes out in the flavor, right? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Our, our, our vodka is made of two ingredients, wheat and water, right? So if you get one of those two wrong, trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, well, sounds like. And from yeah. what's happening right now, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, you've gotten both of those right and you're continuing to focus on that. Uh, mm -hmm. supply of of water and wheat those those key ingredients mm -hmm. um but but what's happened with your brand worldwide because that that's a great base to start out i mean consumers want that right consumers want they want to know what their ingredients are they want mm -hmm. to know what's premium what are some of the things you highlight in your marketing for gray goose so the the quality is definitely a, a key highlight in our in our product story, but it doesn't mean we talk specifically about the wheat and the water only. It is also how about we bring the experience to the consumers. The experience of Grey Goose is also of a high level of quality and premiumness. But um, but to your point about consumers being more aware and conscious about what they put in their body, very similar to the food industry, we see the same trends in premiumization, natural ingredients. Consumers want to know, you know, what is 
you know, the, the sourcing, where do the ingredients come from? Are they local? Do they respect the people who grow these ingredients, et cetera? And that's all those questions are really important to us. Mm-hmm. So if we look at the, the quality of our wheat, we know it because we know the cooperative we work with. We know it's 100% coming from this area you mentioned. It's sustainable agricultural practices, so all certified as well, non-GMO, of course. Um, no, you know, additive in the final product, no trace of, you know, pesticide in the final product. And so we, we, we do take very good care of, of the, um, the sourcing, but also uniquely we have a process where we have one distillation to preserve the taste of the product we put in. And many vodkas will say five times distilled, six times distilled, it's the purest ever. Our point of view is we distill only once because we want to preserve the character so that in the end, the consumers have a great tasting experience as well. And it's not only about another less product. It is a product with a taste, slight almond and vanilla taste that you get because it's a single distillation from very good quality product. Okay. And so the experience for us is extremely important. In our mind, we, we do craft spirits, but we also craft connections, just like the food. You know, if you have a, a meal with friends, you have a moment, you share a moment, you share memories, you try to have the best moment with the people you're with. And it's the same with the drink. And for us, we create those type of connections by providing top quality experience to consumers in these moments. And from a marketing perspective, you're just trying to connect in the consumer's brain those great memories and experiences with your brand. Like we were having Grey Goose when we had this wonderful experience. And then that is where you get that raving fan and that repeat Mm -hmm. customer because that's a positive all the way around. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And we do it through the, the type of drinks as well. And so going back to my point about how do we talk about quality, quality, again, could come through the experience. And for example, we've highlighted the martini cocktail in the last couple of years. Okay. And in a martini cocktail, you have vodka and you have vermouth. And in our favorite recipe, we use Noli Pratt, dry vermouth. And you have a, a couple of dash of orange bitters. If Again, if you don't have one, one of those ingredients is not the best one, your martini is not going to be the best one. And so in our point of view, this is the quintessential cocktail that lets the quality of Grey Goose shine. And so we've done a lot of communication around this cocktail, not necessarily to tell people you should drink a martini because it, it is not up to the taste of everyone, although that's a cocktail you can really personalize. So I think everybody can find a martini they love. But it's a way to tell the story of the quality of the experience. And there is something magic and appealing in the shape of the martini glass and the story around the martini. So um, it does help us create this quality story without saying necessarily wheat and water from France. And it's another way to tell the quality story and tell consumers this is a great experience you can have with Grey Goose. Yeah, I think that you're hitting like an old saying I used to hear um, information is not motivating like the facts of about the wheat and the water and how that's great information that not that's not necessarily motivating the experience is motivating. So when somebody experiences it and has has the depth of taste of the gray goose and, um, you know, is able to just experience that martini or whatever drink they might be drinking on the rocks, who knows? Um they, they would really enjoy that. And then that brings them back that whole flavor, that whole flavor profile you were talking about that you're really specific to <laughs> duplicate every time. And I think you told me that you just don't let that distilling process happen. I mean, there's a taster that is quality assuring mm-hmm. all along the way, you know, making sure that every batch of Grey Goose is consistent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's our seller master, Francois. So still him. Francois is everywhere in the production (laughs) process. He's at every step. 
So he has designed every step and every batch that arrived from Picardy to the Cognac region where we have our water source, mm-hmm. he tasted it, right? And yeah. he rarely is going to reject one because we know the quality is great that is coming, but it has happened, you know, if it's not to the, the quality standard he has set to himself, then he's yeah. going to reject it, you know? And that's every batch is indeed tested to make sure we have the best quality for sure. Yeah, and the consistency is key there too. You know, you know what's going to be happening, but you just want to ensure that because you're you're distributing worldwide. I mean, you're going from you know the the sourcing of all the material and and all the way through the process of manufacturing and then distributing that worldwide, right? Absolutely. So the 100% of the production process happens in France. Yeah. The bottles produced in France, even the organic inks that are on the bottle are produced in France. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the, the wheat, the water is French, but then we ship worldwide. So Grey Goose today is by far the number one super premium vodka. So it created this space. It has above 50% market share globally. In many countries, it's above 70 or 80%. And being present in all those countries, uh, we, we ship to all those countries, but also, you know, get great knowledge of the consumers in those countries, what are the similarities with our number one market or the specificity. So our number one market is the US. Um, the, the brand was originally created by a US entrepreneur, and that is still the biggest market today. But we see France, UK, Canada, Australia, Israel, a market that are growing very fast as we see consumers being interested in the same trend that we've seen in the US, the premiumization, natural ingredients, you know, the uh, upgraded experience around food and drink, we see similar trends coming. And so we, we have those markets as priority markets for us to develop the brand as well. And in those markets, again, we, we have the number one market share. Yeah, amazing to just say number one market share. And as a marketer, that's great to have, but it's also a challenge for you, right, Martin? Because when you already have such a, a presence in certain countries, then growing that, you know, that's that much harder, right? Because you already have um, so such a, a presence there. What are, what are some of the growth markets out there? You know, some of, some of the countries that you're not in, or maybe you have a smaller presence, like how could we appeal to them? I'm sure you're working on that all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> working on it with our global teams um, who have offices around the world. Mm-hmm. I would say that the, the biggest opportunities are in markets where the vodka category is still emerging. And certainly the super premium vodka category is still emerging. So as a leader in this category, it is somehow a role to open this market. Mm-hmm. And if I look, you know, in the, in the long term, India is, for example, certainly a market where we see opportunities. We have a, a population that is, you know, interesting or uh, a worldly population, part of the population that is looking towards other countries, what's happening, what are the trends. And I'm not talking only about food. Uh, and drink, you know, but overall, and are inspired by those trends. So we see this happening in certain cities in in India because it's such a vast country. So yeah. that's typically one of the market where we see opportunities to grow, and where we have to, uh, you know, to add the the challenge for us is what is the right occasion for a vodka? You know, what is the right moment? What is the right drink that will be appealing to them? What is the right message we need to deliver that will fit under our global umbrella, but is maybe specific to requirement or expectation from the the local consumers. Mm -hmm. And this is something we do in every country where we operate. We have a very deep knowledge of the local specificities and then marry them with our global brand essence and brand idea 
And that's how we get the best communication, the best messaging for those consumers as well. Yeah, there is such a science there. I know that you, I mean, that's what you've done your whole career, but just even culturally, the celebrations that are important and how how they're celebrated and why they're celebrated and with whom and by whom, just all the little variabilities that go in there and um, making sure that maybe Grey Goose is an opportunity for them to um, have that as a part of that celebration. I mean, I think that's a, I, it's a great idea. Plus I I love the, I'm very health conscious and, and I just love the simplicity of product. I already have Grey Goose in my house because I live in the U S and my dad used to drink Grey Goose. So we've had, I was, that's the vodka that I used to drink when, when I started drinking vodka. And um, so Grey Goose is my brand. I'm happy to say, since I'm interviewing you on this podcast, but um, you know, just to be able to know what to, to go to, I mean, I think it's a great opportunity, just the health piece of it. I did not know that, that it has such simple ingredients and that they're so thoughtfully sourced. I mean, you handle things from the very beginning to the very end on the product. And I just, I really like that as a consumer. So I like Grey Goose even more than I did before. Mm. So I'm, I'm a raving fan of yours, Martin. <laughs> well, um, what else is there happening at Grey Goose that you would like for our audience to know about or, or hear about uh, other than what we've already covered today? I think there is a, an interesting piece around innovation as well. So our, the whole category, uh, spirits category, has been driven a lot by innovations in the last years. And at Grey Goose, obviously, we we are at the forefront of, of the super premium vodka category that we created. So it is our role as well to continue to explore and be vanguard in innovation as well. And we identified a, a few years ago a trend towards lower ABV consumption as well. And as you talked about health-conscious consumers, Yet there is definitely this trend that consumers still want to have fun, still want to have great moments, still want to enjoy drinks that are flavorful and vibrant, and but have in the back of their mind, okay, that's also a drink where I know is you know less on calories or less carbs or zero sugar, etc., and is all natural. And so we created Grey Goose Essences. That's an innovation that we launched two years ago in the US and now in the UK and Australia as well, and in global travel retail. And at the heart of Grey Goose Essences is this idea that we can create an extraordinary flavored vodka with depth of flavor, all natural ingredients, using the best flavor houses that exist in France as well, in, uh, in the city of Grasse, and create those fantastic, vibrant, flavorful products that have zero calorie, that have zero sugar, added sugar, uh, uh, not zero calories, sorry, zero carbs, limited amount of calories, zero added sugar so that you can still enjoy fully a tasting experience without um, the, um, you know, the higher alcohol or without some carbs or you would get in some cocktails, etc. So it's been created to drink with soda water or tonics, so very low on calorie, but still so flavorful and enjoyable. And interestingly, to uh, identify which flavors we wanted to create. So in this range, it's always one fruit and one botanical. So very unique approach. We source with one of our flavor house in, in Grasse in the south of France. So Grasse is a city where all those flavor houses are located, most of them in France, that will supply the candle industry, the food industry, the drink industry, the perfume industry. And they really distill those natural fruits 
to extract the core of their taste and essence. And so Grey Goose Essences is, is a blend between Grey Goose that is infused with those natural fruits and botanicals. So we have three flavor combinations that are inspired by what's happening in the food industry as well. You know, what's happening in the drink industry. So one is strawberry and lemongrass, for example, the biggest success in the US. We have white peach and rosemary, quite unique flavor combination as well, and one around watermelon and basil. And those innovations have been very successful in the US, in the UK, and now in other countries, because they do respond to a desire for consumers for flavorful, natural, beautifully crafted product that have a bit of a you know, lower ABV and, and, and again, zero, zero carb, et cetera, factors that also they take into consideration. And we see that about you know, 50% of consumers say, yeah, they, they, would, they would actually drink lower ABV product or, you know, pay better attention, uh, at least at the ABV of the product that they drink. So you can do it through the product, like Regu's Essences with the lower ABV and the type of cocktail you serve. So again, this one's been designed to be served with soda water or tonic, so lower on calorie and lower on ABV as well. well. You really are answering some of the consumer trends that are out there and just answered one of my questions about you know getting more of a market share because there's a whole group of people out there that are not consuming spirits because they they either have a non they have a non alcoholic life they do, they do not drink alcohol but there's a move towards the non alcoholic alcoholic beverages if you know what i'm saying like the either the no no alcohol or a low abv like you're saying just lower they're not quite going all the way but th- there's a clientele out there there's a consumer base out there that is really interested in that and um your talk about the flavors is really interesting as well about you know the, the consumer trends there i mean we've seen that where all kinds of beverages are getting different flavors added to them, but the unique way that Grey Goose has approached your flavor profiling and marrying those two flavors together. I'm glad that's been successful. I hope there's going to be more in the future as you find more combinations and um, the success of that uh, Grey Goose Essence line of products. Yeah, thank you. Now we have we have some plans. Obviously, we're looking at the continue to look at the trends, or we have our purse on the food trends and the the, the taste trends, etc. We have also a range of more traditional flavored vodka that we've had for a few years. One is a citrus, one is orange, one is a pear. So the pear coming from the heart of France, the citrus from Menton, that is southeast of France as well. The oranges are coming from Spain, as we don't have oranges in France, but we try to source, you know, the best in the French uh, territory as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so definitely we are looking for, you know, futures, you know, future innovations, continuing to look at what's happening in the market and what are those key trends for sure. Yeah. And you're keeping things, I mean, very centralized and making these decisions and and then spreading them out. Uh, what, I know we were kind of winding up, but now you have me thinking about another question because a lot of companies right now are having trouble with their like worldwide distribution. Like you have a lot of companies don't have worldwide and they're even having trouble more locally. Uh, how is that going for Grey Goose? I don't know. That might be your area. You're more in the marketing area, but as far as getting the product to your consumers, are you having challenges? So we were having challenges definitely, uh, particularly during the COVID um, crisis. There is still a lot of tension in the uh, you know, transport, international transport market, for sure. Luckily, we have been planning ahead. Uh, we have um, you know, identified the markets 
you know, the longer lead time market, et cetera, and build enough inventory so that we don't get out of stock in the markets. We are experiences, uh, experiencing a strong growth as well on Grey Goose. Uh, so as consumers are craving for those premium products, are craving for brands that they trust and that they know. So I, we are in a very strong position being the number one in this market. So we have identified those pockets where we need to build the, the proper inventory so that our consumer can continue to enjoy Grey Goose, find it in the store, find it in the best bars where they hang out. And um, so we we luckily haven't suffered from uh, from this uh, lack of transportation or difficulties globally, honestly. Yeah. yeah, great. Well, yeah, and the planning really helps with that too because people do want to get their the product that they want. And uh, like you said, you're number one in the category and that's that's the product that the most people want. So that's really exciting. Uh, I'm so happy that you came on and spent some time with us to share a little bit about the Grey Goose story and Bacardi and and what you're doing um, and the innovation that's going on as well. It's it, I'm sure our customers, um, your customers are going to love that. And our listeners that haven't tried Grey Goose before might go out and try that. So thank you for being with us, Martin. Thank you so much, Pam. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Future Foodcast. Future Foodcast is powered by Farm to Plate, the leading food blockchain platform. Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry.